Shut up and sit down. Well, they say all good things come to an end. What's that got to do with this show? <laughs> nice ride. It's a nice ride. When you're on a nice ride, riding with your best friends. Nice ride. It's a nice time. When you're on a nice ride, riding with your best friends. Oh, I like to ride my bike. You are listening to the Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Turing. Want to control your destiny? Well, this little green frog once said, life's like a movie, write your own ending. Yeah, I like that. I was thinking this morning, walking and driving is so boring. It doesn't cost much, and there's no gas. It's I tell him that I loved him. Nice ride, it's a nice time. When you're on a nice ride, riding with your best friends. Nice ride, it's a nice time. When you're on a nice ride, riding with your best friends. That was awesome! Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I'm Jake Von Dering, and I'm here with Lance Hepler. Dr. Lance J. Hepler. J. Hepler. <laughs> here for your listening pleasure. Would have never guessed. He we has a name J. tag today. I got my name tag on today. What? That's so you don't forget There my is name. no doctor on there, though. There needs to be a doctor. I know. It's He's ooh. a dentist. Are you going to explain the name tag? I went to I went to a business meeting mm-hmm. when I was in Utah, and they gave out name tags, yeah. and they're like, Professionally made cool name tags. And I don't know why they had them made. And you said to yourself, yeah. I'm never taking this off. <laughs> so I put it on. And then the and then that night there was I had the party for my daughter and I thought, Oh, this would be hilarious. I'll wear a name tag to my daughter's <laughs> surprise. She'll love this. <laughs> oh, that's good. She probably loved it. <laughs> it was, yeah, I was just being stupid. And then I left it on this shirt and then I picked it up to put it on today. I'm like, oh I'm just gonna leave on the name tag. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. So I don't forget my name. <laughs> To the left of and holding hands with Lance Hepler, Matt LeGrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? Looking into Lance's eyes is always lovely. Are you up to 20K yet? Are we close? Oh, Dr. way past. When did, when did we hit the... Do you remember when you hit 1K and we talked about, we're like, what's the what's the, 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 the point big, when it's just like, oh, you hit like the, your, your lactate up. threshold and it just like goes dead up. Yeah. I think having like a popular video would help in the video that I posted recently. Was not popular. No. <laughs> now, now, are you telling me that the video that you and I did together does had did not wildly pop? that had to be a bottom three, it didn't right? Blow bottom up. three views. It was not huge. I don't think. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't watched it. Was it the one about the Instagrammer, the photographer, yeah, photographers, triathlete, photographer? Two hundred and thirty-three views. That's fine. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's oh, 233 people that yeah. you know. Oh no, it's not. That. <laughs> uh, when most of Matt's get like so, a couple thousand. So you're, yeah, seriously. The video you're, with Evan probably didn't do great. I think people really want no. me to talk about watches. They really want me to talk, and I do. I talk a do lot about watches. watches. Is that, is that, is that I mostly got where your watch on. come from? Yeah. It's like yeah. the, the, the those watches. Are, those are the ones. And then by computers. Like my wife looked at it one time. She was like, "Oh my gosh." You really need to do more videos about like watches and no, tech but and all stuff. of your like all of my videos of Matt's where I've watched it, like that's an awesome video, and they're like three hundred views. And I'm like yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows. Good I videos think some that. of my better, some of my best videos don't get any views. Yeah, which is okay. I think it, the people that are paying attention, you know, like I think that's really cool. This is how art like, works too, right? Yeah, yeah like I, the best maybe. movies don't make it to you know the movie theater. Sure, yeah. I think that's okay. I, yeah, I mean. It, it, you got your you got your Marvel movies, you know those trash. are gonna they're gonna blow up, <laughs> and then you've got your you know Sundance Film Festival movie that's fantastic that no one knows <laughs> Four about. Four people have watched it, <laughs> and, it got and an you award. got your passion yeah. projects, yeah, right? Passion. Exactly. So exactly. Anyway, so yeah, so this one is not blowing up, but I did some weird stuff in it, and uh, there's some interesting. Like I tried to do some like photo animation stuff where there's just like a photo that's slightly animated on the video, so it's different. Than anything I've done before, mm-hmm. which I'm all about trying, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. yeah, and so it just is not. No one's no one's interested. But I, I did talk to a whole bunch of. Um, you just need to do, do like really hot takes in those videos, and then like just make, controversy. Yeah, and then like make that the title. Where yeah. It's like Matt Legrand says that mm. <laughs> biking is bad for you or something. Biking You're like, yeah. <laughs> all pro triathletes are evil. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I, there's a lot of things I could do. For American pro triathlon soft question mark. Ooh, <laughs> it's always a question where the, the answer is always no. Maybe but, you know. It's like, <laughs> pay, yeah, the, pay attention the to the end of the video. Maybe, yeah. Find out at the end of this 10 minute video. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey Lance, how much caffeine do you think is in this can of uh, orange cream? Yeah, because I get that's what everybody's drinking, oh, yes. which yeah, is yeah, my yeah. way wait, of talking wait, about wait. what I'm drinking. And two mats left is. I was getting there. Okay. And last but not least, Evan Price. So I don't care what you all drinking. What I'm drinking today is... How many milligrams of caffeine are in that? Because okay. Evan won't stop talking. I think the last... I think two weeks ago, I was also drinking one of these. So if it tells you how much I like these. Um, they claim that there's legendary energy in this. This is a it ghost... legendary energy. Ghost orange cream flavor. The orange cream flavor is really good. So we have a good friend of ours okay. who used to live with us, Melissa Gomez, and she knew that I really like orange cream flavors. This is the energy drink she drinks. And she's like... Evan needs to stop drinking Red Bulls or he's going to die of a heart attack before he's 40. <laughs> so try this. It's slightly less terrible for you. <laughs> and she kind of read that, like, it is, there's still a ton of crap in here, but there is less sugar than so what's in a So there's L-carotene in here, which we've all tried for, like, pre-race stuff yes. or whatever, you know, your pre-workout. Mm -hmm. It kind of gives you that tingly whatever feel sometimes. Yeah. Um, How much Natural caffeine? caffeine, 200 milligrams. 200 milligrams of caffeine. It's actually also a lie that it's natural from, caffeine. There are a lot of caffeine on. replacements. 200 grams. Yeah. How many servings per container, though? Ooh, that's a good <laughs> yeah, it's probably more than one. I guarantee it. I don't it. see that. I got it at the top. Hold no, on. No one can. I think serving size at the top. Oh, only one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, if that was double, oh that would be Oh, my God. If that's 300. <laughs> Explain everything. Neuro factor. Now, granted, we just got a new espresso machine recently. So what am I actually drinking? A lot of double espressos. I'm going very <laughs> Italian, you know, triathlete now. I figured mm. before I burn out here on Pro Triathlon, I need to at least drink espresso consistently because yeah. that seems to be what Gr makes you fast. Granulated so. cocaine powder. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird that that's in here. I will test and positive human, if I drink this. And, and human growth hormone in there as well. Say, HGH. If, if I take a randomized <laughs> test at any point this year and test positive, I'd be like, whoo, I think I got an idea as to what, like, as to what it was. Test this can. Yeah, I'd be like, cool, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll admit to that one. Awesome. I haven't told the guys this yet, but we're going to do this whole show backwards today. So, Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay, that part's over. Now we're going to get into the topic for the day because okay, nice. we don't have Evan for very long, and I want his two cents on this. we have many last things, so don't worry about that. Second. Yeah, exactly, yep. yeah. We'll, we'll come back to true one last thing. But anyhow, I want to I want to ask you guys a question. Yeah. How do you make a time trial totally rad? Totally Ooh. rad, man. Totally cool. Totally tubular. Tubular. That's still my vote because it's all T's. It's too many T's. No, it's, it's just <laughs> enough T's. <laughs> I think time trial is hard to make cool. Okay. Well, but real quick, Lance, why are we talking about I this? Disagree. Maybe oh. We are putting on the Michael Myers Memorial time trial on March 17th. No, like 12. 12. Okay. 12. 12. 12. 12. Yeah. Put it, let's, let's March 12th. Put it on the calendar. Oh, is that St. Patty's Day? The 17th is. Oh, the 17th is. Gotcha. It always okay. has been. That's but, March um, 12th. Yeah, Saturday, March 12th, we will be putting on the Michael Myers Memorial Time Trial. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All of all <laughs> of you triathletes listening, Out you of need Vancouver to be Lake. there. Yeah. And also anybody I'm coaching will be there because I'm going to force you to be there. So. Well, that's going to be one of the questions I have is mm -hmm. we'll just start with that. How do we get a pile of triathletes to come out and do a time trial road race? We make it mm. competitive to where we get to come out and see if we are actually faster than the roadies locally. <laughs> So, roadies, Ooh. grab your arrow bar, slap them on your road bike so it can be quote-unquote fair. <laughs> Pay no attention to my $5,000 TT bike. Disc wheel and, disc wheel and, and an arrow helmet. I, I have multiple arrow helmets. I know Matt does too. I will hand them out to you so the excuses can be I minimal. I think I only have one. That's okay. But we I can, can just hand go it buy out. It. Yeah, that's fine. We, we just need to start handing It would be cool people. if there was like you just label yourself as triathlete or, yeah. or cyclist and then we just tally the just points later. throw it down, in, show down. In the, within the dial team, I think this would be hilarious if we do come up with a point system between roadies and triathletes and we will discuss it in depth on the podcast so i think that's how oh, we make wow. this totally tubular totally is make tubular. it is make it a contest that could be a lot of fun it could be a lot of fun really a lot of fun yeah now here's a quick question though for you per uci rules which usac <laughs> follows and how many triathletes are going to break these rules well <laughs> all of them a all lot of these bikes one. are not uci compliant that you yeah. guys are racing in triathlon i don't think the time machine is is it it is, but I your seat position is. is not. So you would have yeah. to move it into yeah. the, the back position. That's okay. I'll just, I'll just get this. So, <laughs> yeah. What are you going to lose? You're going to lose your UCI compliance. My UCI license. Pro license so I don't have. Yeah. We, <laughs> we will be running this race through the Oregon Bicycle Racing Association, oh, right. yep. and they are notorious for 
either not knowing that a lot of these bikes are not UCI compliant or not caring and, and they're just not they caring or they're just turning a cheek and they just want people to come out and race. So I think at the end of the day though, as us being the race promoters, it's kind of up to us you, to yeah. say what I, we want to You can suspend all of us right after, but we have yeah, to tally so if you the beat us, first. we might have to play we that have, card. We, I think we, we have to tally have, all the points first. Okay. I do think there needs to be a judge of some sort. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like beam bikes? Are you going to allow those? Are you going to allow like so recumbent bikes to be like... Well, not recumbents for sure. I mean, we could make a category for that that'd be fantastic but yeah. i think there's one guy that used to love coming to um, jack frost time that. trial and in bring, bringing the recumbent do you I know remember. who that is i don't remember what his name is, is. if there if you're oh. on a recumbent bike and it's got a full fairing on it you're, you can't touch that no nope. no no there was <laughs> a guy for that you at that point there was <laughs> when one the guy, overall go for it <laughs> there was a guy that used to come and just smoke the jack frost thing yeah there was a guy that run it first i think wow to ride around where i used to live in orange county and he was it it looked like a banana on wheels it was was a yellow like tubular looking recumbent bike and he would just destroy people and people would flag him all the time and he would get pissed on strava and saying i'm on a bicycle and i'm like well is that a bicycle I don't know. <laughs> it's a glorified motorcycle at that point. My, my little brother used to design uh, human-powered vehicles for, yeah. for a school, and they right. actually went to a contest in Australia. Wow. And he was the guy on the bike, and they they were a very competitive team. And I was joking with him. I was like, could we race sometimes? He's like, oh, I'd smoke you. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, it wouldn't even. He's like, you would not have a prayer against this thing no. at top speed. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. And, I mean, they have a full foil, like the yeah. thing. Yeah. It's like a bullet. It, just, I mean, it basically can go on the highway yeah. if you needed it to. Yeah. So, so They can go so fast. Going back to the original question, though, about yeah. triathletes, how can we – convince a bunch of triathletes come out and give this a shot try it out so the time period is actually perfect so really for triathletes is because they're so schedule obsessed is this early season time period for a time trial series is right on is perfect yeah because it's not into their iron man builds yet or oh i've yeah. got this race or i've got this that go you know there's not a lot of excuses so it's like okay th- th- this is the perfect time period where triathletes get to go out Probably put the time trial bike on the road for the first time in a while because a lot of us have been yeah. a trainer. And, you know, for, for me, it's re- rebuild the bike from my last race, which is still sitting in the box and partially built <laughs> as I need to still adjust. I, I need to adjust my fit a little bit. So for a lot of triathletes, you're not going to have to do much convincing outside of me yelling at people that they need to come because gotcha. it's going to be easy sell. You'll be there, correct? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Gotcha. Yeah. Do you think that you can throw down the fastest time of the day? I have a ton of trash talking to do with this. Now that Josh won't be there because of kid, he's super bummed. He's he's not going to be there because of family stuff. Oh, no. So now I have to be the guy who I, – I, I have to beat the roadies now because I've done a lot of trash talking against oh, yes, specifically Dr. Hanel. A lot of trash talking there every single Tuesday night for the last while. Does Hanel have a – Yes, he has a TT bike. He has a TT bike. And we are on the same TT bike, so there's zero excuses on either side. I believe you have a full disc on the back. That's going to be the only difference between Null and void. Okay, that's it. Unless can somebody rent him a disc so that we can stay fair on this? Maybe. But if we can't, doesn't matter, Hanel. Okay, it's still. You can loan him yours when you guys aren't. So I actually might. I might give him mine then in between races if I don't. You're going to have to race like what, road category four? Because I don't think you can. You're not a one two guy and you can't do that in the road scene. That's the great thing about the time trial. It won't matter. Yeah. Yeah. You can just go. No, same course, same. You'll have to race cat fours, I'm guessing, and then you'll have uh, the ability to go for the overall. The only thing that stinks, though, is he's going to have he's going to have great minute men out out ahead of him. So so he's going to have good pacers out in front of him. I've just got to pass. Yeah. I don't think that that matters for that guy. He's no. an alien, and he just no. puts his head down, and he, he just suffers and goes even faster. He will. Yeah, I am excited. I don't know who who else could who else has access to a time trial bike who could be. God, I need Guy Van to get slap on arrow bars too or something. Yeah. Well, Chris Surratt will put down a, a really yeah. solid time. Has a TT bike. Will. Oh yes. Oh yes. No, Surratt's going to put down huh? a huge what kind of time. TT bike man? does he have? BMC as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, Sir Surratt will be right in that conversation too. Yep. He's strong. There's also seven or eight guys in the Ober community who oh, can yeah. time trial. Yeah. Like well, I still, wicked fast, I still, I still remember fast. from the 2019, the f- top five guys there. I was like, oh my gosh, those are those guys are even, flying. Even yeah. old guys. Uh, oh yeah, Greg Steele, Rob yeah, Tornai. Torn- uh, is the one Borsier. who I think will probably put down the fastest time, right? Who? Rob uh, Paul Borsier is quite a time trialist as well. Okay, yeah. But uh, Greg Steele and uh, Rob Tornai and Alex Yale and there's, there's oh Yale too. Yeah, there's fast well the, guys. the the entire Pacific team is going to be. I mean, there, there's what six or seven guys there that I'll throw down blazing times yeah. on a TT Any, course. Do you think anyone from Seattle will come down? I'm sure we'll get some people down there. We're going to we'll try and promote time trials. Yeah, we'll we'll promote up there and we'll try and get them to come down and. Um, 
Yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about yeah. a possible series that's popping up. And yeah. to get some folks to come down to do the series would be uh, a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. There, there will be triathletes there. That is okay. for sure. So how, how do we plug into those triathletes, though? How do we well, get them? Is there you guys a, know the Y Racing event why? has a huge mailing list, and I think you guys yep. should, should talk to Carissa about <laughs> asking. She and I have been going back and forth, and she's yep. going to be on, and I'm pretty awesome. sure that we will get multiple emails sent out to that community, and we'll do what we can to get them That's enticed the to come in. date works through, well. I just looked at their calendar. Carissa's you're not, best. You're not yeah. overlapping one of her dates, correct? which is great because otherwise she wouldn't want to promote something else. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. Now, the other thing, too, is a lot of these triathletes are going to come out and be like, I don't want to spend 40 bucks on a, is that what they're costing these days for an over license? Uh, oh, I right. think so. Just to do one race. You can do a one day license for five bucks. Yeah. So yeah. totally, yeah. totally manageable. And then the race itself is going to be 30 and then you can add a second category mm-hmm. if you wanted to do, do multiple categories for 15 bucks. Yeah. But um, if you came out in 35 bucks and did your thing, we're going to try and really bring a lot of fun stuff to this event and make it yeah. totally, totally radical. <laughs> like what? And what's the fun, like what's the fun thing? That well, you're well, wanna, as long as you have a transition rack for me to rack my bike and then throw my run shoes on, that's probably what most triathletes are going to ask is, <laughs> do you just have a rack for me to put my bike will be the fun we part. We can make so, that happen. Yeah, but yeah, we we're going to make that happen. Try and have some like raffle stuff going on, surprises oh, cool. to give away. And, and just, we're going to, all that stuff. I don't want to say that what it's going to be yet until it's like ironed sure. out and it's for sure, for sure. But we're going to try and make it worth people to stick around and make it fun. And there's going to be a few of the little categories that we want to add in there to get people excited about That's coming to do this race. Tough thing about time trials is they are so long. They take all day. No, so a lot don't. of people are going to want to come do their race and hit the road. They start at nine and they're done at 11, 1130. Really? Yes. Because if you've got you somebody don't too going, many people out on the road, you, you do have them going, going every, every thirty seconds or every yeah. minute, depending on how many people sign up. Probably every thirty seconds. It's, 30, it's always been thirty seconds. Yeah. Whenever I've done that race, so so you have a start time. Your start okay. time is kind of mm-hmm. concrete. You have That's to. Good. You have to. Yeah, because everybody's out on the course within a couple hours. Like yeah, I, 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 was I was just like thinking, I was thinking yeah. it was like all day. No, I, was, I mean, I if you were to do like team time trialing and add a bunch of other categories, and if you had like. 600 people out there yeah maybe it's going to take a little bit longer but generally speaking those are those are done before noon what if we had music and food and party atmosphere afterwards or 11 o'clock or whatever want to contact some food trucks to come out i mean do you yeah, yeah. Food trucks oh yeah, yeah. That would get be a awesome. food truck down there for sure get some coffee some donuts going as well for cyclists because we know that they love yeah. donuts so mm-hmm. um if we do some podium stuff as well i mean you don't mm-hmm. typically see that at a, a race event and the problem with race events in the past with respect to the time trial is that they have to go back and hand tabulate everything because they're going off of like a timer and like they're going by the watch and you start mm-hmm. at a specific time and then you finish it. They'll write down your finish time and then they have to go and, you know, figure out what your split is and then they have to categorize it and make that all happen. But the goal here is we're trying to get chip timing in place so that it's instant results will be done immediately and we'll know exactly who, what, when, what category, when, when yeah. why, how, all that fun stuff. I really don't know why more time. Well, I know why more time trials don't do that is because you'll, you'll get the arrow weenies out there that are like, well, you know, putting the chip on my ankle is like a little bit, mm. like, except that you realize that, well, if everybody has a chip on your ankle, that's it's all equal. Yeah, it's all equal, bud. So this is, I, I, I agree with you. I think mm. that chip timing is absolutely the way to go because having worked in Ohio for a company that put on a monthly, uh, uh, what was called the blue streak time trial, um, that, that was a nightmare for Jeff every single week to try and, tabulate everything and it was you yeah. know the, he had a spotter who would call the numbers out as they was going through and he's typing into his computer and yep. J- jeff was a machine so he could do it but like i mean i, I always told him i was like dude you have chip timing from there's too much left races just do it yeah too much left to human error there and yeah, if you can have much. instant results why not why not do that i mean i think it's worth it yeah so we've um we've budgeted for it and that's that's gonna be the plan is to try and have that out there perfect should well, be fun. Well. Yep. Now, another thing that we want to do to make this really cool, and it's always been a thing here, is have the Eddie class. And a lot of po- folks are like, what is the Eddie class? I don't know. Tell me about this. And I'm still amazed at how many people don't know what the Eddie class is. And that's basically after Eddie Merckx. Eddie Merckx. Go ahead, Lance. You want to tell us who Eddie Merckx was? Eddie Merckx was the, the badger, was the great Belgian cyclist, probably considered the greatest cyclist of all time suck it lance armstrong was it the badger no. or the no no no, no. <laughs> he wasn't the badger bernard bernard honault was the badger okay, I was right. was was was, well, was as he merks yes the cannibal the, yeah. the cannibal, the cannibal. Was okay. because he ate up miles on the road i think is what they say something in like Belgium, that yeah. something like that yeah but he so he's yeah 
Was Eddie Merckx the greatest of all time? Yeah, I mean, for probably for, from from when you look at dominance in his era, yeah, like it was. He won monuments. He won tours. Exactly. He won everything. He won this is why you can't say Lance Armstrong was the greatest of all time. Yeah. Is because yeah, Lance. Now is Lance the greatest GC rider of all time? Yes, in my opinion. That's yeah. that, that's yeah. where no, it's so everyone knows on. your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But, exactly. But Eddie, Eddie <laughs> yeah. Merckx had the fastest time trialing times, uh, and yeah. they had a category called the Eddie category because when he put down his times, that was before they had all of right. the new aerodynamic yeah. technologies. Pre Chris Boardman. Yeah. So. In, right. in short, they basically named a category after him, and it's really you had to race with what Eddie had at his fingertips, yep. and that was basically a bike and a helmet. Well, he didn't, yeah. wasn't even wearing a helmet back then, but no. you're not a, you're not no. supposed <laughs> to have anything with aerodynamic advantages. No speed suit, skin suit, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no teardrop or aero helmet, no TT bike, no disc wheels. None of that stuff yeah. is, is allowed. You have to basically ride on a road bike. He was racing in wool. I mean, that guy yeah. was like, yeah. he was racing a wool on downshift to, you know, downshifters like that. Yeah. Down tube shifters, <laughs> so for sure. yeah. that's been a category. And what I love about that category is not everybody has a TT bike. And a lot of times if you own yep. a TT bike, you don't get to ride it all that often unless you're a triathlete. Yep. Like, uh, yeah, sure. I could go out and buy a TT bike and spend three, four, five, six thousand dollars like four times a year. year right. Exactly. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. for me, it's like, all right, I don't want to invest that kind of money into that kind of a bike mm -hmm. unless I'm a full on specialist and going to be traveling all over the place. Yeah. And I just don't have time for that. Unless it's you're Dr. Handel and I trash-talked him enough to be like, fine, I'll get a TT bike just <laughs> yeah. to shut you up. That's yeah. the only... And, you know, somebody maybe who's doing a stage race and, and you yep. want to do really well yeah. and you need a TT bike, that that's fine, but... That's when cycl amateur cyclists get If you can just jump races. on your road bike and go out and do this race and race against a bunch of other people doing the same thing, then that's a great thing, and we could really blow that category up because a lot of people that ride bikes have a road bike that can come out and yep. do this. Yes. Yep. So let's get more people to come out and do the Eddie category. So how do we make the Eddie category even more enticing for even more people to come out and try it? Well, we talked about splitting it up so that there's not just like one huge Eddie category that that's, that's it. And, you know, having like, you know, a 40 plus yep. or me, is it 40 plus or 45 plus? It's 40 plus. And so years past. Uh, so it's like your master's division. Yeah. So years past though, they just had an Eddie men's and an Eddie women. Right. And it was everybody. Right. Which so. make, you know, it makes sense if that's like. Eddie is its own little category. You throw sure. everyone in there. You could. We talked about maybe doing the juniors, uh -huh. like having the juniors. Would that be like eighteen and under? I think so, but I think you almost have to break that up into like your ten to thirteen, and then your fourteen to yeah. eighteen or seventeen, whatever it is, just to make that a little because like a ten year old is not going to be able to keep up with an eighteen year old. But in the same breath, and we were just talking about this not too long ago, are we coming up with too many categories? Are we starting to dip True. our toe into the water of uh, like everybody's triathlon? Yeah. yeah, everybody's winning, but yeah, in Maybe that's what people like. I don't know. It kind of is to a certain uh, degree, but I don't think that that's a bad thing. If we've got like two juniors <laughs> categories and we've got a men's and women's Eddie category with the masters to boot. We should do a what? 30 to 35 triathlete cat four division. How about a <laughs> washed, washed up, busted Achilles <laughs> triathlete By injury in category too? Should, should we have injury categories yeah. as well? Oh, you're going to do well in that category. Oh, cool. Ooh, you're looking good. That guy's right Achilles is bothering him. So I think, <laughs> I think you got the left nailed down. I think that that's... <laughs> so I think that we need to maybe modify the, the name of the Eddie category, just call it the Eddie road bike category. Yeah. Just so people can know it's it's better marketed. You don't have to figure out what that is. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. People wouldn't know what the Eddie category what that is. When I first moved here, I'd never done a road race. I didn't do my first road race until I moved to Washington. Mm -hmm. And when I first went out and did the, the Jack Frost time trial, I didn't know what the Eddie category was until somebody told me about it. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's actually really cool. Yeah. But I, I saw Eddie, didn't know what it mean, meant. So have yeah. a mountain bike category too. Well, Most people come with cruises. We were joking bikes. about because out of Vancouver Lake, there's some roads out there that are gravel roads. If we could come uh, up with a gravel time would, trial, that would, that would actually that would be, be pretty rad. cool. That really would be. <laughs> oh, that could be so, interesting. Wouldn't that be cool? Because you could have, do the you could do some road and some gravel. You could. There, that there would are gravel areas. You, you could, could have do. the same finish and start line. You just send them the opposite <laughs> direction. But well, no, same same direction. They just turn off to the left there. Sure. Yeah. Oh, so, that could be really cool. Because I know I know exactly the direction they'd have to go to get there. Yeah. Because if you're doing like. It would probably end up being like 75% road and like 25% gravel. And then you'd really have to think about your bike choice. Yep. And where you pick up the bodies from people crashing yes. into the trees on the gravel. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would take a TT bike still. <laughs> Just risk it. Yes. <laughs> so like, going, sorry, going back to the Eddie category one more time. Are, are we a thumbs up? Are we in agreement that we think that having two juniors categories 
two and then having a lot. two different masters categories is a good thing or do you think that I, I would look at the numbers somehow I don't know how it's gonna how you can look at the numbers without having a previous year because so you don't have that the previous year was 2019 that it was run in how many juniors were there it did run in total. 2020 but it wasn't it wasn't on Obro's calendar yeah. so anyway the Eddie senior men had almost f- 50 people race in the senior men okay. the senior women had 10 and there was no junior categories yeah but how many but juniors? But in how many juniors, juniors total are there? Or because remember they have those. How many juniors total? Like they, yeah, because I feel like if you remember that race, there's all these like junior teams that were out there. It was like a really cool atmosphere for junior cyclists. I think 20, there were There was like twenty between women and boys, boys and girls. It I was. Don't know, I, I don't 20, know if that's enough. Teams. I don't know if yeah. twenty is enough to split it up into four categories between yeah. the, junior, gotcha. the juniors. So I, I suppose we could all the way up until the start of the race, like make that yep. call if like all of a sudden there's a whole slew of like 10 to 13 year olds and yeah. like we'll have a 10 to 13 year old category so maybe yep. it's the onus is on us to go get more of those kids yeah and i think that's probably hard because it's hard to get those junior cycling clubs to show up but well there's just there. there's a lot of kids out there that want to go ride and race their bikes yep. they just don't know i mean unaffiliated so how do we connect with those kids to say hey come out and try this out oh man i want my kids to do it oh yeah how are you gonna make the weather perfect that day working on it <laughs> submitted a request Did you see? <laughs> yeah that's the tough one yeah it's such a shooting match of it like, is. yeah roll the tough. dice it's a tough roll time of dice. year really so um before we go too much deeper into this too uh, we keep saying that we're doing this and we're doing that well i want to give some props to our teammate ian gibson mm. he has basically done all of the heavy lifting yes. to get everything put in place and we actually had this race on the calendar back in 2020 and canceled for obvious reasons. And now we've basically picked up where we've left off. And Ian, again, has done all of the heavy lifting to get all of the permits in place, to get everything you know sanctioned and on the calendars and all that other stuff. Wow. So thank you, Ian. Huge and thanks. now it's our job to help with the promotion of the race. And we want to do anything and everything we possibly can to get folks excited about coming out to do the Michael Myers Memorial Time Trial. Um, so, but moving on, um, oh, one other thing too, he's actually made a suggestion and a recommendation, and we're going to reach out and see if we can make this connection to get a handbike category out there. Oh, wow. So you've got your, oh, your, that would be cool. your people that are riding yeah. on handbikes that, you know, injured or paraplegic or something of that nature. Yeah. They do a lot of racing at Portland International Raceway. They're always really? out there on their bikes, their handbikes, before PIR starts. Um, mm-hmm. They have access to the track beforehand. So yeah. there's a large community here. Oh, there's I think, quite a few. Yep. I think if you can get the people, if you can make them aware, they'll oh, be excited yeah. about it. Make and a category for them. Oh, they just need to be, they just need to know that that's going to be an yeah. option. Yeah. yeah. So, so we've got a couple different people that we're going to try and ping. And, um, if anybody listening to this knows of somebody, help us. have them yeah. contact us because we want to make a category for them as well. We want to make this a fun event for all and them included. And, and, and that, I would say like, let's take that one step further. Like, yes, if you can help us with that particular issue, but there's so many more issues. Like, I think it would be really interesting to, you know, have food trucks there and, you know, sort of a party atmosphere. If you have anyone or any connections to food trucks or a local band or something like that, where it's like, if you know someone that is willing to just say like, yeah, our band is looking to come play some places like this just to get our name out. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I think we're looking for to make the atmosphere. I can play the radio. You can play the radio? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot I don't know about yeah. you, or I could dance. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess you're right. Music. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. <laughs> Even if it wasn't like a band necessarily, if we had good, you know, speaker systems and music going, and try to make a good atmosphere, well, we need to get the announcer out there, um, Luciano. Luciano out we there. We need Luciano. Play his music. That's yeah. a great I idea. I bet. I bet Luciano sings too. <laughs> I bet he does. He probably does. <laughs> I can see that. God, if we could somehow work out where the finish what line was at, if we could kind of manipulate things a little bit so that people came in back towards the lake, so you could kind of call their names out as they're coming in, that'd, that'd be, be cool. kind of cool. And if he could actually see splits coming up, if we can get some well, sort what of like he, a, what he can see too is as because everybody rides back towards the parking lot. Yeah. So right. then you guys just have to phone over to him. What are the results? And he can start announcing as people are like you know that cruising could back be in. Interesting, right? Yeah. Like so you finish. Like everybody applause for easy cruise Matt back to your grand. That's who, when you throw your yeah. hands up and you and then like, crash cruise bring style. It in. <laughs> I need all of the glory. Every triathlete crashes as well, soon as they do. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing chip timing, and he's got some sort of access to that, and he yeah. can actually read the times coming back in. Just give him That'd a radio, and kind of interesting, you know. Just give him a radio, and somebody from the front can be like, hey, you know. This, this yeah, is, have yeah. someone at the rate you know radio in the number of the person f- cruising in on their cooldown yep. or whatever. There you go. 
That'd be interesting. Because yeah. everybody's got to come back that direction. Sure. And that's that's what I remember from last time. Is that was you know you saw who finished and everybody was you know you just come yep. back and coming on back. Yeah. And I do think that there's there's a there's kind of a you have a finish line, but there's a lack of like the traditional triathlon finish line with an arch and cheer yeah. Yeah. and metal putting on and yep. all the right. things that you know. This is what crit cycling nails. Crit cycling, the, Nails the, the, the finish, finish line, line is, 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 is a the big spot. Thing. Road racing has always struggled with finish line, mm. mostly just because of where I think sometimes the finish line needs to be. Yeah. You know, I think of like all the road races I've ever done. They're like usually not like a hyped energy area. It's once you get back to the parking lot is where the, you know, the, the energy is. There is definitely, it's lacking. Yeah. Mm. And it's even on this time trial, it's like because of all of all the dumb things triathlon does, it nails finish line energy. It nails oh it. my god, does, people yeah. get tattoos because of how awesome the finish line energy <laughs> yeah. is. How many, how many tattoos are we going to dish yeah. out at the? Who has uh, ever gotten a time trial tattoo before? Oh no. yeah, so people got an Iron Man tattoos. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so Lance, are you looking at the flyer right now that we have? I am not. No. Maybe we can pull that up here in just a second. It's on the uh, the website. Um, but before we do that, Evan, I think has a scoot here. So all right, guys, I got some meetings, so I got to scoot out. Do you want to do your one last thing real quick? Yeah, mm -hmm. my one last thing is, oh my goodness, I am tired. I've got like three more weeks in this training block here before I race a half marathon, and I am feeling it. So I got some stuff coming up that's going to be exciting to talk about, though. So I will be on the next few podcasts. Actually, probably my hope is all the way through March. Wow. Whoa. My goal is at least Bold to be on another statement. two in February, and I want to be on basically every single one in March. So. Bold. Yeah. Yep. Bold. Yep. Got some fun stuff coming up, though. All right, folks. Cool. Evan, we appreciate your time, Talk man. to you guys later. All right. See you, bud. <laughs> um, so going back to the thing, do you want to just run through the categories that we have listed on there right now, just so that folks know what we have? And, um, yeah. and I have a question for you after that. The categories we have listed are recumbent. Okay. We did have we did put recumbent on there. We come recumbent a tandem category. Uh huh. The juniors category, so boys and yeah. girls, nine to twelve, thirteen to fifteen, or sixteen to seventeen. Okay, so we have so all that listed on there. All that ready. listed on there. Yeah. Women's categories. Uh -huh. These are your cycling categories. So it's the one twos, the threes, and the four fives. Gotcha. Men's categories also the same one twos, threes, and four fives. Uh huh. Then there's masters women's and masters men's categories. 40 plus division, 50 plus division, and 60 plus division. Okay. So there's a bunch. And then we have four different Eddie Merck's uh, road bike divisions at this point. Gotcha. One's for women, one's for men, one's for women over 40, one's for men over 40. Gotcha. Okay, so I've actually had some people inquire whether or not we would consider having a 70 plus category. Heck, well, why not? Exactly. I'm like, well, if we've got a seven year old that wants to come out and race. do the race, I had a gentleman send an email and I got it this morning, and he's like, "Hey, I'm 70. Would you guys consider having a 70 plus category? We'll just send you a, your award right now. Well, <laughs> there might be some competition. Remember, who was the guy from? Who was the triathlon guy? Lou Hollander. Lou Hollander. He's yeah. over 80 though. Well, wow. he's over 70, so he's <laughs> he, in the, he and could. he will put it to you. He could come do you it. Better watch your back, whoever yeah. that email guy was. <laughs> There's plenty of competition, so. So, I, I, as much as we've kind of made fun of triathlon, maybe there's something in that recipe. There's, there's a secret sauce there to having more categories, more people feel like, all right, I'm going to come out there, and I don't want to just race against everybody and get my backside handed to me. I can at least know how I do against my peers. And I think at the end of the day, that's kind of fun to know how you do against your peers, and to be a little bit celebrated, too, is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, I agree. I don't, you know... I I I think that maybe cycling does a little bit better job of of having less of that. Uh -huh. But at the same time, like time trial is the perfect spot to to try it, you know, to see how it goes. You don't have to like decide for the rest of your life that this is the way things are going to be. Yeah. We should be trying different stuff. Yeah. So, no, I, I don't disagree. So it is a great way to test where your fitness is too, as well, Absolutely. especially for triathletes who are gearing up for a, a yeah. spring race or a summer race. This was always on my calendar because it was the perfect thing for like a winter time trial thing. And then you know that you're going to get stronger. And basically a lot of these were, you know, 20 kilometers or whatever. And so that's kind of sprint triathlon distance. And then you want to try to hold the same similar pace for like 40 K time trial. And then that's just very similar to like Olympic distance triathlon. It just, it works very yeah. well if you're a triathlete to come out and gotcha. do these time trials. So I got another question now. Okay. And Matt here talking is the perfect interlude to this question. The first time I ever did the race, I mm -hmm. found out exactly what the added category was and got all the specifics and wanted to make sure that I was Mr. Rule Follower and compliant. I um, was reading through the rules and I got to the part about wheels. 
Wheels could not be a greater dish depth of than 40 millimeters. I feel like you borrowed some wheels from me once. There what, you maybe go. Two years? So I had some Dura-Ace 50 millimeter yeah. road wheels, and they were great wheels for the time being. And then and you had some Boyd wheels at uh, one point. Well, this was before, uh, and I had Boyd's too. I'm sorry. I had some Boyd 60 mils, and so they were both okay. too deep of a wheel. And so uh, this was not too long after I met Matt. It was maybe five or six months after. And I had some 30s. You had some 30s flow, I yeah, think it was. Which I, I love those flow it, it, wheels. You let me borrow those wheels so I could go out and do that race. And yeah. I showed up and, and did the race and did just fine in the Eddie category with the wheels that did were you, compliant. You always got second place, remember? Isn't that like you got second place like eight years in a row or something crazy? <laughs> it was a lot of years. I think it was three years in a row. I think it was 2016, 17, and 18. <laughs> In 19, I think it was, was it four it years was in a row? Lot. It was a lot. You lost to Colin Gibson and you lost to Merrick <laughs> Litinsky. <laughs> and That's I think you funny. lost to Merrick twice. twice. And, and there was another guy in there who I, I don't remember he, who he was. But I think for like the first like four years, the margin of time that I lost by collectively was like less than 12 seconds for oh. four years. So <laughs> it, I don't know. It, I, it was funny. It was four years in a row that I got second place. And then the last year I went out and did it was um, post shoulder and I think I ended up getting like fourth or fifth place. Got smoked by Dr. Hanel. Mm, so, <laughs> but I got him a couple of years before that. So, but anyhow, um, the question that I have is I had to jump through a bunch of hoops to get wheels. If I didn't, and I was captain rule follower and, and not knowing that Ober doesn't measure <laughs> rim depth at right. all, um, I wouldn't have showed up to do that race. So, um, there's been a question that's been asked of us. Would we consider changing the rim depth, um, of what's acceptable? Cause right now it's 40 millimeters to something more in line with like say 55 or 60 millimeters. So we're talking about a measly 50 to 20 millimeters deeper dish yes it's an aerodynamic advantage mm -hmm. however a lot of road bikes these days come with wheels that are in that 50 to 60 millimeter dish dip depth and a lot of people would probably come out and race their bikes if they knew that they could just keep their wheels on that they normally race with and for us it's like we want to get more people to come out and ride so does it make sense for us to increase the dish depth that we're allowing or is that going to be not paying homage to the 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 notion of what that category actually is Here's my question. Yeah. I I see both sides of the argument. Uh -huh. So I, I I know I have a feeling that we'll let people do whatever they want to and be very lenient with the rules. But I could see why someone would be like, hey, this is the Eddie category. You really shouldn't be riding, you know, deep dish wheels. Mm -hmm. Like what you know, what are people gonna do? It's a huge advantage. Eh, that's argument arguable there too. Uh, I would look at what really comes stock on like a high end BMC SLR 01, right? Mm -hmm. Like what comes stock on that? Is it, um, they don't do head wheels that come stock. What do they do? DT Swiss usually DT Swiss? or Envy. Um, those are the two. What's, what is the DT Swiss typical? Those I think are usually in like that 45 millimeter dish depth or 40 to 45, if I'm not mistaken. I'd have to go look. I haven't seen a new bike come through in a while. so it's I'm just thinking like. Yeah, but now let people. If you get like the the Time Machine Road, which is an aero road bike, which is what a lot of people ride these days, is the aero road bike. Those almost always come with something in that fifty to sixty millimeter dish depth, mm. and a lot of people are riding those bikes for all of their bikes because there's proven advantages of riding on the aero road sure. bike. It's going to work really well for the type of riding that we do. I mean, there's not a lot of true climbing around here where you're going to need a a shallower dish to lighten up your load and I climb with. I think that you're going to upset people either way. It's like no right decision. There's going to be someone that's like, this is baloney. This, you know, you can't be riding these deep wheels or whatever. Yeah. I get that Like, if we establish the rules and this is what it is, then that person can go do whatever mm -hmm. to themselves. And, you know, that's fine. That's their problem. <laughs> but, like, you, I think you may have some upset people. Um, otherwise, then, you know, the other people on the other side of the coin that, that hey, this is my set of wheels, like, I I'm not, I'm not going to go like scrounge around and try and find different wheels. Like I'm just not going to do the race. Here's the so you thing. don't want to lose those people yeah, either. That's the idea and is we want as many people to come do the race as they can. And right. we have a whole group of people who race road bikes yep. that may only have one set of wheels that it would be, that might be over, you know, deeper than 40 millimeters right. deep. I'm looking at the BMC site and they're like, most of the bikes come with a 45 plus. Mm-hmm. 45 plus. Yeah. And that's just BMC. We, there's obviously all of the different manufacturers yeah. out there that make their bikes, and that's kind of like the, the sweet spot. Is, is like the 40. 50, is 50 the number then, or would you just go ahead and say 60? 60 is <sighs> pretty big. It's pretty deep, but I don't know. I 
that that's kind of that's 90 no for <laughs> sure on that one so <laughs> i have like a 60 90 combo yeah, it's it's like a triathlon wheel i mean it's like perfect yeah. for perfect for doing triathlon a lot of people that are going to be riding on a 60 might be doing like a lot of crits um but even that that might be a little bit more wheel than they want to be turning around so what, what about 55 oh wow that's that's loud that, that was really loud <laughs> i Thought my phone was off. I'm yeah, sorry, guys. I've been Bluetooth. doing so good. There's Bluetooth connection right yeah, there. Yeah, I'll turn that off. So, anyway, um, the the bottom line is, is you know, if we were to go to 55, is that going to open up the window for enough people to come? And then 60, you know, is is that going to be too much? I think at the end of the day, we do need to increase it because sure. I think it's going to bring more people in than it's going to irk and have people leave. Plus, everybody still has the option to go out and find a deeper dish wheel if they want, but at least you yeah. are, you you have the ability to come do the race. If you want to make yourself just that much faster, who knows how much of a time difference it's going to make over 20K, but... It's kind of self-governed too, isn't it? Oprah never checks. Yeah. You know, they just don't. I mean, they, they don't test athletes for performance enhancing drugs no. they don't check your dish depths they don't check your tire width and cycle cross i mean there's just so many they just don't do i these will things. say that this time trial we will be doing drug testing yes on and it'll be totally random the entire field <laughs> so excellent if you show up and you're on drugs or even if it's testosterone like yeah. you have been warned <laughs> Or if you're you will on, get busted and it will be on, publicized. If you're on creamsicle energy drinks, <laughs> oh, price is in danger. Price is in big trouble. Gotcha. Um, so, what is the consensus of the folks sitting here at the table? I just want to take this back to Ian. And if people have a an opinion on this, chime in. Let us what know. What does Ian suggest? What's his? Ian name? and I talked about this because I actually had an email come in yeah, to yeah, us yeah. from a, a local racer who asked and said, "Hey, you know." I'm really struggling with this. Would you guys consider to do at least a 55 millimeter dish depth? And the reason being is um, that's just what I have. That's what came on my bike. I right. don't have another set of wheels. And that's what a lot of people race on. And he has a good point. What I would I would defer to what Ian, he has done a ton of work on yeah. this project. And I totally, I respect the work that he's done. Yeah. And I think he should get to make some of these calls. Yeah. So. And so I, as soon as I got that email, I responded back to this gentleman and I forwarded it right over to Ian and we talked in on a ride yesterday. Yeah. And, uh, he and I both agreed that we think that we should definitely increase it. What he did like, Ian say? 55? He said the 55 or 60. He's like, it, yeah. it actually serves me better because I mean, he's, he's, got, he's got options. He's got a TT bike and he'll be out yeah. there racing the TT, but he said that, you know, his BMC, he um, could probably race both. He could. Yeah. Cause they're separated out a little bit. They Usually are. Eddie's at the end, right? Yeah, yeah. it is. Yep. So he wanted to see it increased. So I think that he's got a good point. And I, if we get a call the shots, then I think that we should do that. But do it. I'd be really curious to hear if anybody's got um, any points contrary to yeah. what we're, we're leaning towards here. So where should they email their complaints? Um, in, info at dialedcyclingteam.com. All right. There yep, you go. That works. A um, couple other quick questions before we call it a wrap on this one. We're talking about making this a three race time trial series. Ooh. And hopefully we were supposed to have had this all finalized this past weekend. But um, the, the the premise behind what we want to do here is we want to call it the Michael Myers Memorial Time Trial Series. And because Jack Frost has um, kind of been, I don't want to say abandoned, but like yeah. no, nobody's promoting it right now. We wanted to keep that namesake in place and, and call the first race the Jack Frost. And the second one would mm. be the Saturday before um, Easter. So we'd do some sort of Easter theme and make it fun for family and kids and all that. Yeah. And then the last one would be the the final, the the grand um, finish to this whole series, and that would be in May, and there was an open weekend in May. And then the if, if we can make that happen, we should know this week, hopefully, so fingers crossed, we can come on next week and say, we've got a series. Um, That'd be cool. We were talking about the ability to possibly have that final grand finale of the, the whole Michael Myers series be the state championship time trial. Oh, that'd be great. But the downside is, not necessarily that it's a downside, but the, the requirement is oh, it has to be 40K. 40K. So yeah. can we squeeze 40K out of Vancouver Lake? Nope. How do they run their um, Olympic distance out there? They Okay, so you do tons of turnarounds. So they don't even lots go... Lots of 180 turnarounds. Yes. Yeah. So they don't even go... Um, so, do you, so because of the run part of the triathlon, uh -huh. there's this part where you have the sidewalk that goes pretty much the whole way, but it does cross the road. They actually turn it around before that so that they don't have bike traffic cross run traffic. Uh -huh. So we have a lot more to play with to get 40K, but it would be some... There would be 180s in there. So we've already got one 180 in there because yep. we get to the very end we have to 180 and then come all the way back into town. Yep. 
would that yeah. be a deal breaker for a state championship time trial if everybody's doing it to do another 180? And if so, could we do that on the Lower River Flats or is that just too dangerous? Well, I think the problem, you have to figure out like that turn. Like you're, you know, the person that turns around at the finish line, let's uh-huh. say, I mean, I know that it, we can move the finish line or the turnaround spot. They would have to come back and turn left. Yeah. And that's a tricky thing to do, the, t- the left turn. So you're going back over towards Frenchman's Bar? Yep, exactly. And just finish over by Frenchman's Bar? I mean, Well, no, you wouldn't. F- I'm saying you're, like you're heading back out to do the course again. Yeah. And you, you're coming back and you maybe, you could go all the way back past the rumble strips and turn around all the way back there. Well, you could still make that left. And if you have persons like a volunteers out there and flagging and, and stopping traffic for, for cars, but I don't know. Is, is that it's just because you're, you're turning dicey? left? Well, you're turning left and there's other TT traffic that's right. tr- coming the other way. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, that could be a little bit sticky. But you could also send it all the way back to the start. Yep. Which m- might make that easier because you could basically but go the, around behind the yeah. start. If people that aren't here locally are like, what are you guys talking about? That's like, true. Yeah, that's th- true. The yeah. problem of going back to the start then is the rumble strips. And I think that that the could be a little... rumble strips are horrible. It could be dicey for people if they're not paying yeah. attention. You especially can, the, the nice thing is w- you could go past the finish line and you could go way down. There's a ton more stuff yeah. to work with. In fact, there are there are some other roads even that we could look at. So that would have to be a discussion with the city let's, to find out what let's we, go ride. we shut down. Let's, get, let's, <laughs> let's finish this discussion on a bike out, right. of, out of Vancouver Lake. I like that plan. Cool. Anything else you guys want to add to this? How, anything else that you would like to see done to make this cool that would get more people to show up and say, I want to give this thing a shot? I just think, you know, it needs to be party atmosphere. Yep. People need to, I think, and this hopefully, hopefully gets some complaints, this suggestion, because this is a bad suggestion. But, like, I do feel like a lot of people right now want that social media event. They want yep. people to, they want their picture so that they can post an Instagram. Look at what I did. Look yep. at my thing. And as much as that is a crappy reason to go do a bike race or any sort of athletic activity, in my humble opinion, I still think that if you're providing the service, you kind of have to serve that up. Sure. You need podiums. You need podiums. And you need yep. prizes. Picture opportunities. And picture opportunities. Yeah. It's all this stuff that's... Yep. And, and I'm I'm all about like photos and stuff and photography and videography. Yep. I just don't like the whole like, I did it for the gram, you know? <laughs> and, and that's the truth, right? It's like a lot of these people are... You know, that's the selling point. And a lot of that's like probably more promotional for the following year. Like if if your entire feed is just filled with like very cool photos of bikes, kind of bike stuff going on, right. you're going to want to do that event next year. Yeah. You're going to see all that stuff. It's, it's bombarding you and you're like, I missed something right. and I need to do this thing. I've and, always been a huge advocate of celebrating people's accomplishments. Yeah. And I think with what you're doing there is doing exactly that. And yes, it's a little bit vain. It's a little bit like mm. pay attention to me, look at me. But if you're celebrating accomplishments of what people did by having the photography and the videography and all of that stuff to kind of show that celebration process of like, you know, chest pounding a little bit that I got up on the podium. I think that's a good thing. I think the po I mean, again, fingers crossed for good weather because that's yeah. going to make a huge difference. But like having the podium by the lake or something like that, where it's yeah. like some sort of cool, you know, you, you want to tie in. I think with a lot of these events, you want to tie in the environment a bit where, yep. you know, we don't have some sort of like gorgeous mountain backdrop to take, take photos of and have that be a part of it. Well, I mean, technically way off in the distance we do, but, yeah. you know, it's a little tricky to have great photos from that event because it's basically out in super flat prairie land yeah but putting the podium somewhere by the lake might be kind of cool there's a sandy spot there maybe get some families involved do you think the entire three series event would be at the same spot well, that was what was discussed of keeping it somewhat consistent. I know that that could be somewhat boring, but like there's I something like that idea, there's something to be said about knowing the course yep. and not and having any surprises. Im- you can improve each time. Yes. There's lots of benefits yes. to yeah. there's lots of benefits to doing the course in the same spot each time. Yeah. So I th- I think that that's what the plan was going to be. I like that idea. I but I know a lot of people are like, I want some variety. This is boring, but that's, <laughs> well, there's it's other, a time trial. It's going to be boring. Yeah, there are other time trials out there that you that's can go true. do. Yeah. You know, they're all over the place, so they're not all over the place. There's like, there's like they're literally all over the place, but meaning they're, they're everywhere. You got <laughs> to travel here. Yeah, exactly. you got to be willing to drive. Going up to Washington and down to Southern Oregon. Yes, yeah, exactly. So, cool, Lance. You got any uh, anything that you want to lend to this? I just want the party atmosphere. I think we make it more of a party and more inclusive. It'll be uh, we'll get more people to come. 
You gonna be out there drinking some beers? You know me. Yep. Oh yeah. Party keg, down. Keg Lance Stan, J. Hepler. Keg Stan Hepler. <laughs> awesome. All right. Let's uh let's call that a wrap on the topic. Um okay. Hey Lance, so what you been up to this last week? Why don't you backpedal wow. for us? Backpedal. <laughs> I rode bikes all week. Yeah, the kid. How was it? Uh, I, I had I had a great week. Um well kind of a great week, <laughs> I should say. Uh, I rode on Zwift several times. I yeah. failed a couple workouts because, oh, um, you know, sometimes you push a little too hard. Um, I did do two long rides outside this week, one on Saturday and one on Sunday, which was, um, I rode, Saturday I rode with the Mari group. The that older, is a great group. Yeah, and there were like 10 of us this week. And, and um, I need to go ride with those guys Scott again. Goodrich showed yep. up. He, he's been there for years. Yes, and I had a great conversation with Scott. He um, was on his time trial bike. All He's like, I was going to say, I've seen him show up to that on a time trial bike. Yeah. But he, and you know what he said? He said, and group gave him a hard time. And he, you know what he said? He said, I just got this new bike. I'm, I want to ride it. I was like, good for you, man. <laughs> Screw these guys. You know, uh, I don't worry about Scott's yeah. handling skills on the time trial bike. Right. And we all know Scott's ability. So it, and he can stay away from the group. I mean, yeah. he's not going to... If he wanted to go off the front, he could have. Yeah, he's pretty strong. So it, it was... I had a really great conversation with Scott. You know that he just qualified for the mm-hmm. Hawaii Ironman World Championships. He is describing it as, as his dream year. Yes. Wow. Or whatever you want to call it. Like, his, his, this is it. This is his year. I think he... Is he 40? Is he, Or is he... He's, I, I would guess 45. I, I, he's somewhere around I'd there. say he's about my age, yeah. I think he has a daughter in college. Actually. Yes. Yeah. And so I, we had a great conversation because he's a good person. He, he is a good person. And I haven't ridden with him in a couple of years. Yep. So it was nice to be able to connect with Scott. I haven't ridden with him since I sh- yeah. since broke this little guy. Well, and he's been doing all this solo training, you know, yeah, because that's what you do when you're a triathlete. You end up training by yourself a, a lot. lot. Yeah. And um, it's interesting. He is doing the Hawaiian Ironman in October. And then three weeks later, he is doing the half world championships in St. George. Ow. Wait. (laughs) Yeah. That. So. Okay. So. So Hawaii is a. Our Ironman is having a weird year. They're having a world championships in. May. May in St. George. Uh Full distance. And then they're also having the. Kona World Championships in October, right. at the beginning of October. He got a slot in October. Good for him. Which is, yeah, this is the dream. You don't want yeah. to go to St. George. I mean, sure, right. go to St. George, but you don't but, want that. But he'd also qualified for the World Championships for the half distance, but that's in St. George, like three weeks after the Hawaii one. So he is... Would it be three weeks before or three weeks it's after? three weeks after. Okay. So he's going to go all in for Hawaii. And then just see what happens. And then just, ha- you know... That's good. Have fun. He. This is his thing. This is what he does. He's good at it. He's great. Well, you know what's even better than the fact that he's good at it? He has. He's good at it because he's worked hard on it for a decade. Yes. And he wasn't always the best. He just constantly got better. Constantly got better. Yes. And when you see this is this is my thing. He's like the perfect example of like a good person that worked hard, and you just want to see them succeed and the consistency and yeah. nailed it yeah he is consistent he follows his coach's training plan coach says this he does that and it's like over and over year over year constantly gets better and now he's going to hawaii yes. discipline baby it's yeah. impressive yeah. super impressive so we had a great time that was like a that was like a 60 mile ride for us where mm-hmm. we all just it was pretty chill except for a couple of climbs which was which was kind of sure. nice and then on uh, Saturday, I rolled up with uh, Sunday. Sunday, <laughs> See, yeah. I'm all wrong. Day, I rolled up with days uh, of the week are hard. I know <laughs> when you don't have a when job, you don't have a <laughs> responsibilities. responsibilities. I forget what day. Too it is. busy being Lance J. Hepler, <laughs> Doctor Lance J. Hepler. Uh, Sunday, uh, we did our battleground loop training ride with uh, several teammates, and there were six, seven, eight of when us. Did you guys, when did you guys go? We went when? at 10. Left at 10. 10. Yeah, okay. we did the, uh, the rack metric sentry route. Cool. Yeah. That's a nice route. It, yeah. It, yeah, it is nice. I uh, mean, Battleground could be sketchy. Did you guys have anyone yell at you? No. 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 Oh. It was you in Battleground? Uneventful. 100% it, uneventful. Oh, yeah, I love vehicles, that. So that's good. Uh, punchy ride, except when Jake was oh, like yeah, peeing in somebody's front yard. Someone yelled at you for no, peeing? No. Oh. The, they drove by and glared at him. It was hilarious. I hadn't started yet. I was just standing there. I was looking <laughs> at my stem. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> But, but I wasn't the only one either. <laughs> no, you weren't. Dang it. 
But there were eight of us. Um, I got crushed on this ride. Oh, <laughs> I was too I kept, much. I just I kept getting dropped. Mm. Every there there aren't any long climbs. There's just a bunch of punchy climbs, which yeah. is really my thing. But um, I I I had a hard time hanging on with the group. It was very humbling for me to it's ride. It's a tough group. Yesterday. That's a that's a fit fit individuals it, in that group. It was a fit bunch. So it was. You, come, you want to come ride with me? Maybe your, I, your ego. But I feel better. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you would feel like a million bucks. That'd be good uh, for you. My wife, was, in fact, my wife was like, "You need to go on a trip with Lance. You need to get out of the house." Okay. And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> Lance and I have ideas. We could find some fun stuff." And then I was like, "Um, I need to start biking if I'm going to go bike with Lance some some weekend." <laughs> You kind of have to train. Uh, it's all good. She doesn't want me to train. She just wants me to like get out of the house. I had a great time um, on the ride on Sunday with all the teammates. We went hard-ish in spots, but not super hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was freezing cold at the start, but the sun was out, so it warmed up. That was so. funny at the start of that ride. Well, not even at the start of the ride. I get up in the morning. It's like 6.30 in the morning. And I go and make my cup of coffee. And I sit down. And it's getting closer to 7 o'clock. And do you guys have Alexa at your house? Mm-hmm. And then it, it popped up with a, a weather service or weather advisory. Yep. And it said something to the effect of fog, or fog and like freezing rain or oh. something like that. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But I look out the window. And we're up on Prune Hill. So... I don't see the fog. I just had a beautiful view of the sunrise and Mount Hood. And I'm nice. like, oh, it must be pretty crappy at the bottom of the hill. And sure enough, it was. Yeah. And it was it was iced over in a lot of places, Ooh. too. And Kurt actually sent me a text message literally like a minute before that that advisory came out. And it's like, hey, there's like ice on the roads. We've got to be careful. I'm like, all right, well, we got until 10 o'clock. It's supposed to be warmer. Yeah. But yeah. it turned out to be a beautiful day. I it was, was at fantastic. a swim meet. I was at a swim meet all day. But I got home and I was driving home and I was stuck in traffic and I was just staring at the sun. And this can be this can be my backpedal. You're sober. <laughs> I'm done. I'm, I'm but done like, the, the, I was like, I gotta get on the bike. I gotta get on the bike because it was like three three in the afternoon when I got home. And it home. was like yeah. 55 in and the it afternoon. Was, it was, and it was or gorgeous 50, out. Yeah. So I jumped on the mountain bike and caught up to David Goodman. Oh, and, nice. Uh, it was great. Mountain biking is so much fun. It is. I'm horrible at it, but it's super fun. So did you go over to Round Lake? Yep, Round Lake. And just went and did some of the trails back there. Yep. Have you done anything technical nothing, back there? No. I nothing. think the most technical trail back there is Red Tape. Yeah. I thought about going down Red Tape, and then I did the... The one I like is like just... I, I don't feel like I need to be challenged that much, but like I don't know the names of the trails, but the one that's off of the... Gra- at the top of the gravel road, you, you loop around, and then you go... You start going down, and then you kind of come back up to the same trail. I don't know what that loop is called, but it's yeah, there's a couple loops up there. That it's really pretty. Fantastic. Yeah, I did that a couple times. I just like it. Yeah, so it's fun. It's like, oh, how do I? There's one spot that I can't get over some down log, and everyone else can do it, and I'm like, I shouldn't be able to figure this out. <laughs> can't do it. Yeah, you'll get it. It's just if you compare need, where you're at right now to the very first time you rode that bike, you yeah. have to be a little bit better. And it's just one of those things over the course of time, ride it more and just do more. Oh, I was even up. trying to like jump stuff going downhill, and I was like, Good. I'm gonna break my shoulder doing this. <laughs> but uh, that was super fun. And then when I caught up to David after that, and then uh, he, I don't, he was just like, you know, we're just doing chill stuff. Like we ended up going on Heritage for a minute and just doing some easy, easy stuff. So nice. cool. it was good, super great. That's good. It's fun. just nice to be outside. Yeah, but lots of kids swimming. Yes, you've had a lot of that. Yep, that's my back pedal. Yep. When is um, Ethan's state championship? Uh, not till the last weekend of February. Okay, so, so it's coming up though. It's yeah, a couple weeks yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll probably have a little break from swim meets. So that's pretty good. Yeah, cool. Uh, my back pedal, real quick, was pretty much Lance already said it. So did the, oh, yeah. the team's whiff drive, which was just another team's whiff drive, went out there and kind of punished each other. I got dropped really early on that team's whiff ride. What happened? I don't know. What? I, maybe I just had a bad day or something. It was it was flattish, was it? except for the one steep ramp. It was, and it kept breaking up at the ramp. That was my fault. It was but. something like 20 minutes into the ride or something. It was really early on. It was the Beach Island Loop one? or, or I don't know. It, it, there was a climb, and I got trapped. Yeah, it was it's the right. first time in a while I was able to hang around until the very end. I am still trying to get the sharp end of my fitness back. Yeah. And we did that ride, and it was the um, first time that I've won a sprint. Yes, oh, you did. Oh, <laughs> wow. I was going to ask. Yeah. Now, won the sprint. Evan was on there goading us on Discord and we did something different because the, the Zwift club thing, we were trying oh, a couple yeah. different things and we're setting stuff up and somehow, some way, I, we didn't actually end up using that club thing. We did the normal meetup. I don't know how I did it, but I had it set up and it gave us like almost like it was like in a race. So we couldn't see anybody else in the outward side of the, the world, yeah. but they could see us. 
So, which is kind of nice because we could keep better tabs of all of the people that were writing with us. Yeah. So Evan gets on and he's like he does. He's always like, you know, 30, 45 minutes late to the ride. So he gets there like halfway and then he wants to come in and blow us all up at the very end. And he's like, oh, I can see you and I'm going to pull you. And uh, like we're getting down to the finish. We're all kind of like sizing each other up. And he's like, he just takes off and we can't see him. We so we have no him, idea. Yeah. So he's like, he's like talking smack after the race. I'm like, oh, he's like, oh, eight, eight seconds. seconds. I'm like, we can't see you. So <laughs> it was kind of funny. But, um, it was it was a fun little finish and I felt that that night. How yeah. many how yeah. many more days? How many more Tuesdays are you doing? Oh, that's a good question. Is uh, it probably like four or five more? I think it's four more, if I'm not mistaken. Four maybe five. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. It's four or five. It's about right. And then what? Are you gonna start doing like we'll transition you're outside? Gonna, are, are you gonna say like, hey, if the weather's bad, we're doing our Tuesday night thing or uh, that's kind of how it's been in the past. Like okay. we'll do some like encore rides, um, encore. if the weather's really bad. Um, but the time changes basically when we transition off of Zwift and then back out to outside and Tuesdays will become more of a gravel dirt ride. And, mm-hmm. um, the Thursdays will be the flogging rides and we'll kick those up for long. Yeah. They're almost here. Wow. <laughs> so, but, uh, going back to all the other stuff, I wanted, Oh, Saturday. Oh my gosh. So much yard work, and it was just hundred percent okay? manual labor, and, and it was all like very shoulder protected. It wasn't doing anything that was going to cause the shoulder to have any issues, but I was still really sore from that in my shoulder. But my legs were so bad that I looked like like a ninety five year old man <laughs> walking from his deathbed to use the bathroom. It was terrible. My legs were so sore from you carrying heavy, heavy stuff down, but it was all worth it because we were in the process of kind of re landscaping a little bit. We yeah. had had a bunch of trees cut down, and when they came and cut these trees down, A, it created spectacular views of Mount Hood. Which like, is amazing. I can sit on my couch in the morning and see Mount Hood now. And wow. if we're upstairs, it's like, it's just absolutely gorgeous. My wife posted a picture this weekend. It was like a, a wide angle. I don't know why she would do wide angle, but anyhow, long yeah, story short, yeah. it's it's a beautiful view. Like I can watch the sunrise over Mount Hood every morning now from my, my bed. It's spectacular. But anyway, those are out in the stump ground. And I had to move a bunch of stuff around. And long story short, I lifted way too much. My legs were like literally cramping and can barely walk. And I'm like, how am I going to do this ride? on sunday if i'm this sore right now and was still able to get out there but that whole ride on sunday like just like anytime you start to put down any kind of serious watts like you can feel it all the way down to like the bone it was so bad (laughs) and there was one time though that i did put down a little over 1400 watts on one of the sprints remember that one where you took off off the front i I tried to go after him and then you went blown by both of them (laughs) (laughs) i came off the very back and and yeah i was able to catch up to him and he still pipped me at the line but um it was it was fun but other than that that was a it was a fun week lots of fun stuff going on it was fun labs busy as all get out that's awesome yeah labs doing right i mean it was just i feel like we were lucky to have some decent weather yes so Friday, it's going to be six or almost 60 degrees. I think it's 59, what? maybe 60 degrees. Holy That's going to be fantastic. So people aren't here to hear us talk about the weather, though, but it's it's getting nicer. Um, one last thing. <laughs> um, Lance, you got a one last thinger for us? Um, uh, um, Matt, have a cool come back to you in just a second. I, I posted a video recently talking about the best triathlete photographers, uh-huh. which I thought was a cool topic. No one's checking out the video, but that's okay. <laughs> it, it, it's I think it's worth checking out, especially if you kind of want to if you want to get some triathlete photos in your Instagram feed. Sure. So go check that video out if you would like. The next video that comes out on my channel should be the Garmin Epics yeah. video because I have I think all the data I need. I have to I just need to record it and then edit it and put it out there. Sweet. So I, I would expect that maybe Thursday ish if I can put some time to it. So we'll see. Awesome. And then I need to get you your watch back. Uh, you so I've stolen Jake's watch. <laughs> I told you, hold on to it as long as you need. And yours will be here in Someday. weeks. So yeah, soon, sooner than later, hopefully. Hopefully. It's hard to get a hold of these watches. This one in the Phoenix 7, it's like I can't, can't get a hold yeah. of it. So. Yeah. Lance, you got one last thing now? Uh, I have nothing more to add to the conversation. Nothing? No. Not at all? Uh-uh. You can do anything fun this week? No. Are we going to record a video maybe this week? Maybe. Ooh, good maybe. idea. That's what we're talking about, dude. We're threatening. We're working We've been, on it. We haven't put out a video since last October. It's, it's been a That's minute. That's so to- terrible. Yeah. That's. T- I mean, we're coming up on two thousand subscribers, and we've <laughs> <laughs> we haven't given them anything since October. That's terrible, and that's one hundred percent my fault. Well, it's partly your fault too, because you're always gone. Yeah. I'll take the blame for it. <laughs> um, my one last thing. I, I really don't have a one last thing either, other than um, you guys are boring. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're just uh, just busy. Is all. It's not That's a lot of fun stuff to, to go around. It's okay. Um, oh, you know what? I did. Scott Schultz and Eric Simiotti. 
Yeah. They're going to be on the podcast next week, right? And they wanted us to let everybody know that they're super looking forward to that. And um, oh, they're giving us a discount code, but you know what? I can't share that on here because that's just for Dowd. I just read the, the thing. Thanks mm-hmm. a lot. But <laughs> if you're on the, the Dowd Cycling team, we do have a discount code for you. Just reach out to me and I'll get that to you. Um, for everybody else, um, that race is coming up soon, isn't it? It's Brian Simiotti is putting on Echo Red to Red, and correct. that is happening on March 19th gotcha. this year. They're also having an e-bike race on March twentieth. Out there? Yeah. Really? They're having a they're having the regular XC mountain bike race on Saturday, uh-huh. and on Sunday they're having an e-bike race. That ought to be interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of people that put their nose up to that, but there's a lot of people that are riding and racing those now, and it's actually a lot of fun. Love it. And I think it's great, and I think it's good for cycling. It's a good segue for people to come out and yeah. try different things. So, cool. But that's gonna be my one last thing. And I had that back to me. Totally forgot about that. Anyway, um, you guys. Another week, another podcast. Thank you very much. Survive another one. Yeah, two oh seven. Wow, two oh seven. Seven. It's already been seven weeks since we did that two hundred. Jeez, it's been a while. It's, We've been in here that long. It's been nuts, yeah. So, anyway, we do appreciate everybody listening. We will catch you next week, and until then, bye for now. Still recording. (laughs) And that's a wrap.